Hello and welcome to another edition of Kaleidoscope. This is Mike Dezeno recording from downtown Nicosia and with me from Greece I have Petra Terzi. Welcome Petra. Good morning Magda. To introduce you to the listeners, Petra is a high caliber events and festival organizer in Greece and Cyprus and someone who truly believes that the arts is a key communication channel towards promoting culture. Have I represented you correctly, Petra? Yes, yes, thank you so much. Uh, yes, indeed, uh, I believe that uh, nowadays uh, art and creation uh, is a mean of deliberation, uh, uh, freedom to express ourselves and uh, to, again, to make uh, dreams and uh, maybe uh, to gain power uh, to uh, battle for a fight for a better world. Um, let's start at the beginning, because I've known you for many years, but I know that the year 2016 was a watershed year in your life. What happened in 2016? Well, I have a son. Uh, I'm a single mother. So uh, he went to study the law. And uh, I was working as uh, the f- festival organizer, and suddenly uh, the, the, uh, my home was empty. <laughs> that year, I, I did the festival in uh, 12 cities, the festival in Greece, British International Film Festival, working from the morning until night. And uh, when we finished uh, in October, I went uh, to a film school in Greece to start uh, organizing uh, the festival for the next year, so uh, they convinced me <laughs> to to get registered uh, for the new year as a to study film direction. Okay. And, yes, and uh, I remembered that I had this wish since uh, 12, uh, 12 years old to become a director. So this uh, dream became uh, true. Uh, I, w- I studied filmmaking for two years in Greece, and uh, I was very happy because I was going to the evening school with all working uh, people, potential uh, uh, filmmakers, and uh, we had to make uh, short films every semester. Uh, I was a bit late starting <laughs> the first semester. They had already started two weeks, and uh, so I didn't know all... Um, uh, all the information about our first uh, short film. Uh, it was be one person or two person and silent. Okay. Uh, yes. So, but I had a bunch of people, six actors, <laughs> three locations. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, at the process, I thought that the, we shouldn't have any dialogue, uh, and. I did it, and this film went to Cannes. Oh wow! In corner, yes, <laughs> yes, I was. So you, uh, so you really jumped to the deep end and came out swimming. Yes, yes, and uh, the, the fourth year, uh, sorry, the fourth semester, the second year, uh, I produced um, a history film. It was. Uh, uh, the story was held in uh, 1945, a mm-hmm. uh, of uh, Greece from uh, the German occupation. 
and uh, it was a story that a father was telling to his daughter and we had uh, to be that time and uh, I used also um, a German uh, officers and uh, a ship <laughs> a boat wow yeah so it was a production it was worth it it was uh, the production was valued so much and uh, this also gained many awards uh, so 2006 uh, 2008 came and uh, my son so 18 2018 right <laughs> and, uh, I had already moved uh, the festival from Nicosia to Paphos because my son was studying there and I was collaborating with Naples uh, University and uh, we we I helped them and they did uh, they established an undergraduate program uh, digital for digital video production. Okay. I was the first, uh, one of the first students. So I did my master <laughs> there and uh, I produced a documentary about uh, women uh, in politics in Cyprus. Okay. should run. Cyprus, mm -hmm. and uh, I had to do it in one month to arrange uh, the meetings uh, with the ladies of uh, several political parties and to travel uh, for the shooting in Nicosia, in uh, uh, Larnaca, uh, Protaras, uh, to in the, in the parliament, the Cyprus parliament as well. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it was very interesting uh, film. Now I'm working. But can I just can I just interrupt you there? Unfortunately, we're still in the tragic position of not having a lot of women in parliament or in peace processes. We're really battling with gender equality in Cyprus. Yes, yes, you are right. Um, but those women uh, were positive that uh, there are uh, that there are already. Uh, dynamic uh, women in the parliament and uh, there are also young women that we are going to enter uh, the political uh, system in Cyprus and uh, there will be a change. I interviewed, remember also the president, uh, Mr. Anastasiadis, uh, at uh, the Women's Day. Mm -hmm. So I asked him his opinion that uh, women gain or appointed to uh, put a leader's position and his answer was uh, yes we do we try to have more female color in the government That's such a sexist way of looking at it I, I must admit I agree with the woman that <laughs> were in your documentary that there are a lot of younger women we now have a one of the parties has a, in the South has a woman leader and she's also Speaker of the House. But we still don't, enough, don't have enough women in Parliament that speak gender equality because just because you're a woman doesn't mean you speak gender equality. So, I, I mean, the reason I'm so um, yes. strong about uh, this is because I'm an activist in women in peace building and we yes. don't have enough women that actually speak Yes, because it does. So, I don't. I don't need to be a woman to speak gender. It does yes. help. So yes. that's my. 
Yes. My opinion, personal opinion, is that we women born in uh, Europe and uh, of Greek and Cypriot origin, uh, we have such a strong uh, history and uh, we know uh, Greek philosophy and uh, uh, we have uh, great examples of uh, women fighters uh, in our world. So, uh, I don't think that we have to fight for our equality because we are champions in our we are uh, work we work yes in the private sector we gain big positions high positions uh, yeah I don't think that if we, if you say that you are not equal you create this you create this uh, history in 2024 no, I, 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 I consider myself uh, that deserve, deserves to be equal uh, with a man. And so, I agree with you. It's also a matter of attitude. But you also need legislation because if you look something at the gender pay gap, it's tragic. Yes, one, yes. Of, the re one of the reasons I'm coming out on such a low um, pension is that I work in a, I live in a country that doesn't provide childcare, which means I had to work less hours, which means I contributed less to the, because the system here is you get the pension that you contribute. So it's complicated, but I agree with you. A lot of it has got to do with how I feel about myself and my confidence that I, I don't need to prove I'm worthy. I am worthy and I am equal and I yes. can do the same job. Yes, yes. And, uh, and we do it. Uh, yes, I want to think positively. I agree. And I, and I, and I praise myself of uh, what it is and uh, for all the achievements uh, I did and I'm going to do in the future, uh, focusing in a better world. Uh, so, uh, about this documentary, I wanted to, to show that or to find uh, all these women from difficult political parties, uh, what was the, their experience uh, during uh, the invasion uh, in 1974? Uh, some of them were not born, some mm. of them were abroad, some of them were already in Cyprus. And what uh, was their uh, goals, their vision uh, for the future? Uh, so what I found, what I understood, what I felt from these women is that uh, uh, they they wish the same thing. They, mm. they, they wish uh, united, they wish peace, and uh, yes, peace in mind and peace in uh, in our country. Yes, peace at every level. Yes, there is a common goal, uh, and uh, in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, this film was screened in the World Film Festival and received the Best Cultural Award. Wow, bravo. Cultural Award. Yes. I say, yes, this is what this film is about. It's about culture. It's not about war or... Uh, this can happen uh, to any country who faced war. No, I so, agree. And the way you treat women or women coming forward is also a cultural thing. It's hasn't got to do, it started the culture, it started the level of culture. So I yes. agree, that's wonderful. What year was this? It was in 19, uh, 2019. 
2019. Okay. Wow. And the festival ran parallel to the American film market in Los Angeles. But I, I, this film also received several awards. In any case, now I work on uh, the part two uh, because I want to interview women who deal in civic society uh, at, uh, in the North. Okay. If you need any introductions, let Yes. me know because I'm very well connected. I would I have some um, names uh, yes <laughs> I wanted to speak to you about Okay, that we'll discuss that. Okay. No, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. The, the there's to a have name. a complete to a complete idea vision about women in Cyprus And the society, the two societies have a lot of things in common, but the one thing that they are very different is that The society, civil society in the north is a lot more vibrant. They're stronger. They've got louder voices. They've got, a, they say more, they speak more truth because they've got less to lose. So, yes, there's some wonderful women, strong women in the north. So, we'll let me know your names and we'll cross-check them. I also saw you did a lovely woman, um, one on the rose. What's that one about roses? Dirty Roses. Yes. Dirty Roses was my second uh, student film, and uh, it was about um, uh, a disabled uh, girl. Uh, I knew her from another cycle, cycle and uh, she was disabled, but uh, she could dance. And uh, I was invited to per to watch a performance of her because uh, she was acting also. She was studying in the acting school in in Greece, and I was uh, very uh, impressed from her performance. She was uh, acting the, um, a refugee, and uh, it was a play from uh, the Austrian writer Snyder. under the title Dirt. Uh, so that's, uh, and I was inspired about uh, that, and I did this uh, Dirty Roses, five minutes, <laughs> docudrama film, Brilliant. and uh, it won also uh, several awards. And But that uh, goes back to what you said we discussed before we started recording. Messages like these have to be short because you need to catch the attention of people quickly because we don't often concentrate for too long. Yes, at school, yes, we were obliged to 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 deliver uh, short films up to five uh, minutes. But yes, what we talk about now, it's 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 amazing, it's crazy that uh, we have to to send a message to create a message within six or seven seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Only. totally crazy. Yes, they are scrolling uh, their mobile, and uh, if in six seconds, if something uh, creates interest in them, they will stop <laughs> to see what it is this about. Otherwise, they will pass. Otherwise, Yes, they will pass. exactly, exactly. Uh, so, uh, because of this film, uh, I, I was invited to a program, make a film, make, you can make a film about uh, refugees. Uh, this is what I wanted to avoid because everybody was taking, uh, was making film about refugees. Say, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> so never say never. Never, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
but uh, I say, okay, they give us, um, uh, we have very good uh, instructors, well, they, give us, they gave us the equipment, they did the editing, and say, okay, I will do it. And I had to write down uh, the story, the script, before to do the the film, and I say I'm not what I'm going to, what I want to to show. I want to to show children of different nationalities, refugees that live in a camp, and uh, they uh, they became, they play together. Uh, they don't speak the same language, but they can communicate. And uh, maybe this is an example for us, the adults, that if we don't put labels on our uh, face, uh, maybe we can have, uh, maybe we can live together well mm-hmm. as, as, as those children. I remember the instructor say, oh, Petra, you live in your own world. You never, you will never do it. But <laughs> don't say never. Never say never. Scratch, scratch that from your... Yes, so a week, a week before I go to Cannes uh, and uh, we had to deliver uh, the material, uh, I had, a, 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 I was looking for a, a, a boy that uh, was born uh, in the camp and uh, he was helping uh, medicines without frontiers. Yes. Translating uh, the patients uh, to the doctors, but I couldn't find finally this guy because probably his mother left and so I say a week before uh, I'm sorry I cannot uh, deliver yeah and the same day uh, they call me from the medicines of uh, without frontier say there is a guy here a Sudanese uh, guy uh, who lives in in Greece and uh, and he, he he does these cultural activities uh, with children. I said, really? I can Perfect. Say? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I met this guy, Mahmoud Abdel Rasul. He is an angel. And uh, he told me that he was doing what I wanted to film mm. uh, on a weekly basis. So... On uh, Thursday, he was he had uh, activities with children in the music school, and on Friday he had activities with women uh, in an art school. Mm-hmm. I say, really? Can I come to film all these activities? Yes, yes. Why not? So I delivered. I delivered uh, this film in a week. You delivered in a week. In a, uh, yes, in uh, yes, on Saturday before I leave uh, for Cannes, I was leaving on Sunday, the last day. Okay. So my material, and uh, I under the title, I had already the title "Thornless Roses." Okay. So these children are like roses without the thorns, <laughs> without the label. Tell me, tell me, do you do scenario writing? directing, producing, and editing. What can you do within this process of creating a documentary? Uh, for the documentary, you have to write the script or the idea. But when you, you film, uh, you write down the dialogues and uh, you form uh, the final script. And you do that? The documentary. And, you, and we have to do also some research. I did some research for Sisudran. Uh, but uh, I, I I I like to 
to collaborate uh, and uh, a creator cannot do anything we are not everything we are not yes. God <laughs> so, so I believe in a great team I'm looking for that <laughs> still looking but I have some uh, a, uh, yeah, a couple of good collaborators as regards um, the film uh, filming uh, and uh, and the sound and the sound and the editing uh, but I like to direct what uh, I like most is the, to direct okay because you, you've got you've got the picture in your head so you like to direct to make sure that picture fits what comes out yes and also the location I like very much the locations and uh, I, I worked also in Netflix <clears throat> in the Spanish uh, series as a location mm. in the Greek islands. <clears throat> so I actually think I, think I saw that one. Really? I think, yes, I think I saw that one because I clicked on it because you have it in your CV and I clicked on it. I think I've seen it <laughs> because I love these light-hearted love stories. Sometimes, Great. Yes. sometimes yes. the world is so serious and there's so many heavy issues around I'll either put on a love story, a light love story, or a Christmas movie. But that's so, that was nice, light, and the acting was good. So was the yeah. location. So was the location. Yes, yes, that's true. <clears throat> so uh, now I work. Uh, now before on you the go script. on, before you yes. go on that, what happened with Thornless Roses in Cannes? Because you delivered the day before. Yes, I delivered the Thornless Roses. Everybody was excited. And uh, <clears throat> uh, we so we had this, uh, I think it was 12 minutes, mm -hmm. uh, short film, short documentary. And we screened this in festivals in Greece and abroad. And I, I invited Mahmoud in one of the screenings <clears throat> in Athens. And he told me, Petra, do you remember... You made the question, what's next about mm. those uh, people? And I told you, Petra, these uh, refugees are not going to leave. They will stay here because the European Union gives money for them mm. to stay. stay. But I want them to, 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 to think that this is for granted. I would like uh, to help them to integrate more in the society. Uh, so this is what I did the last year. I okay. Said, we have to document this. <laughs> so we did the third documentary uh, under the title Rainbow Roses. And uh, So you've gone from Dirty Roses, Thornless Roses, and Rainbow Roses, the Roses Trilogy. Bravo. We did the Roses trilogy by Petra. And uh, so this guy co collaborated with the municipality of Athens. So they were giving uh, ad, legal ad uh, to, to the refugees to make, to, legal, to get legalized. Okay. To, and to get also, the right papers. Right papers. And also uh, to find jobs. So they were making their CVs, they were applying to job positions. So to fail, uh, ah, and also they were uh, giving lessons of uh, Arabic, Arabic language, uh, English, and Greek. Okay. 
or for the for refugees, but also for the Greeks. <coughs> so if uh, somebody else wanted to learn Arabic, they could go there and uh, for free and to learn Arabic and and computer. So all this done. So we and uh, Mahmoud mentioned that uh, this year we are going there. We have two elections in Greece. Uh, the, it is for the European uh, Parliament, Parliament, for the, the presidential, Greek presidential, and 6,000 refugees are going to vote. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's why I put also rainbow roses. Maybe with this, uh, if we feel brothers and sisters, uh, maybe this is the rainbow, because maybe this is a, a better future. Oh, inshallah, as the Arabs as the Turks say, inshallah, that it's a better future because we have to get beyond this thing that we are Greeks or we are Cypriots. Every community is very diverse, and it, the government or the people that rule need to reflect the people they're ruling, making decisions for. Okay, so the thornless roses, not the thornless, the rainbow roses has finished. Finished, yes. Yeah, so it's the thirty, it's thirty-five uh, 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 documentary in three parts, the Roses trilogy. And how did the Rainbow Roses fare? Did it? How many awards did it get? Yes, they received. They received uh, as best uh, trilogy, as best documentary, especially abroad in. Uh, not in Greece, not in Cyprus. <laughs> <laughs> And what's next for Petra now? Uh, now I work on my first feature film. Uh, I work on a script uh, for the last uh, four years, <laughs> write and rewrite and uh, several drafts, making several drafts and uh, going to... Butterflies, Butterflies Dizziness, is that the one? No, this is... No, 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 it's Canela. Okay. It's Canela, Butterflies Dizziness, it is in the drawer. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so this is a story <clears throat> uh, based on true events. It uh, starts uh, at the Armenian uh, genocide in 1915 in uh, Minoresia. And uh, as refugees, they come, uh, the father and the daughter and the grandmother, uh, in Piraeus, Greece, and before uh, and Arin, Arin is the heroine of uh, <clears throat> the hero of uh, the story. Uh, before <clears throat> the German <clears throat> occupation, she moves to uh, Spain. <clears throat> sorry, and uh, she becomes a flamenco dancer, and uh, she comes back uh, to Greece to fulfill some uh, promises and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yes, commitments to herself and the world. Uh, is so, Canela, where does Canela come from? Because for the listeners, Canela means cinnamon. Where does yes. the why is it called Canela? Uh, because when uh, she was begging uh, at the streets of Perez with her father, her father was uh, playing the duduk, the okay. and she was singing. Uh, her sweetheart, she met a guy, Armenian guy, Takvor, who he didn't have coins to give her, but she, he gave her a canela. It is a, a sweet. Okay. Of cinnamon. <laughs> okay, okay. And at what stage is canela? At what stage are you now? 
uh, we are in uh, we, we, I believe that uh, the script is developed and I'm going to apply to the Greek Film Center uh, but I have it is a co-production I have already the French uh, producer and the German Armenian producer and they will be the Greek producer okay Okay, and the language will be English, Greek. What language will be for me? Uh, script. The script uh, it is uh, developed in English, but uh, the shooting uh, will be in Greek, Armenian, and Spanish. Okay, and have you <laughs> and have you already decided who you'd be looking at to be protagonists in this? Uh, not yet. No, no. We'll do casting, but what uh, I focus is to have a great. Uh, uh, crew, so to have a very good editor. Mm -hmm. I don't want to announce, but uh, he has been Oscar nominated of Greek okay. origin uh, abroad. Yeah, and the film uh, uh, DOP director of photography also he's he's a very well known. Very, yes, very well known. So as a first on filmmaker, uh, having this uh, crew. Some good cast will arrive. <laughs> That's true. You've yes. got a good base. You've got a good base. And how long did a production like that take? A year, two years, three years? The production, yes, the pre production. Um, it is uh, everything is based on money. Uh, the sooner you get the money, you, you will be able to start the production. Uh, so, usually a year. Uh, is uh, is useful to for a pre-production and the production should be a, a month. Okay, can be uh, around the 30, 35 days, and the post-production uh, again it 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 can take from six months to one year. Okay, okay, so it's an exciting period you're looking forward to. Yes, that's true. Yes. But let's go also to your connection to Cyprus. You were the launcher of the Cyprus International Film Festival here. Yes. Um, I remember the first interview we had. I also remember it many years ago. <laughs> it was uh, 2000 was about uh, also, uh, you remember, Ahepa? Yes. Hellenic Progressive Association, who established a chapter uh, in Cyprus. And now, uh, I, being in the film world all these years, uh, uh, working for the Cyprus International Film Festival since 2006, uh, I met uh, women in film and television mm. abroad. Uh, I meet uh, these uh, women, I met them in Los Angeles, I met them in New York, I met them in Cannes, and, uh, also, and they, they convinced me to make a chapter in, uh, in Cyprus. Uh, I told them why. I think uh, Cypriot uh, filmmakers, women filmmakers, I think they work uh, the uh, same, maybe more. <laughs> Uh -huh. <laughs> male filmmakers I don't think that uh, they, we have to fight for uh, their rights but 
if you want to to do the international summit in Cyprus, yes, I would like okay. to. I can do that. And uh, yes, so this is the reason we established Women in Film and Television in Cyprus three years ago. Uh, we started also a small uh, festival uh, promoting uh, Cypriot uh, female filmmakers, but also from all over the world. Uh, we invite friends who don't want members. Uh, in, the, in this foundation, we would like friends of any gender mm -hmm. in WIFT, uh, Women in Film and Television uh, Cyprus. And uh, our goal is, of course, to promote Cyprus as a new uh, cinematic uh, destination, uh, filming destination, and uh, also to promote the works of Cypriot uh, female filmmakers. And uh, we would like to have the international convention of uh, WIT the coming years. I think oh. this is great for Greece and Cyprus because we are going to collaborate with a, a chapter in Greece, Women in Film and Television, and uh, to bring all the big names from uh, <laughs> the USA and Europe in, in Cyprus. I actually participated in a documentary led by a Turkish Cypriot filmmaker. The producer was a man, but the, uh, the director, I get confused. Who's the one that controls the money? And, no, Yelis, do you know Yelis Shukri? Yes, of course, yes. Well, I was in the movie she directed called Missing Fetine. It was the yes. story about the Turkish Cypriot women that were married off and went to Palestine. Yes, yes. I, I was part of that Bravo. production. <laughs> Wonderful. And I was Bravo. part of that production because of my podcasting. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> because she needed, it was one way of connecting all the pieces of the story with yes. me interviewing the protagonist, Pembe Mentesh. So it was, it was interesting. It was one of the highlights of my life. I always put it as one of the things that I really, it really, um, marked my life and I also am a great believer in making space for women's stories because I don't think there is enough space no. and the yes. story of Missing Fetine is always relevant and I've yes. seen it a thousand times and I cry a thousand times so I also in my second life I'm going to be a documentary maker as well uh, also this uh, life, why not? Never yes, well I work <laughs> Well, uh, maybe maybe the podcast is one way of doing exactly what I want to do, which is make space for women's stories or for women's voices. Yes, yes. We've made... Yes, and uh, you are very right. Women's stories are very valuable and uh, they bring uh, optimism and uh, solutions and hope for a better future, a better world. And uh, this is what uh, we achieved in uh, the Cyprus International Film Festival. After being uh, becoming a filmmaker yes. in uh, 2018, I was applying to festivals. Even my first ever short film was, uh, uh, was uh, screened in Cannes. Uh, I had difficulties. Many no, 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 no. Hundreds of no's in, in the festivals. I say, why? Why this? Why? <laughs> I was uh, selected for Cannes. Why? What happened? 
And I found out that our programmers also in our festivals uh, were men. And voila. They, bravo, voila. And, uh, and the selection in our festivals also of uh, female filmmakers were up to 10%. I said, no. Tragic. <laughs> no, no, no. Say this has changed. Yeah. Please, uh, please. Uh, ah, uh, before that, before I become a filmmaker, uh, I was. Uh, I, I wanted to see the films that they didn't like, that they were cut. Oh. But uh, yes, but after that, after I was also, uh, I had the credentials. I started also choosing films. So we upgrade the selection to 50%. And after two years, I didn't know that there was a European policy that the big festivals have until 2020, they have to upgrade also the, the selection uh, to 50%, 50% for films made by women and 50% for films made by men. But we did this in uh, in our uh, festivals without knowing this uh, policy. Uh, so can, I, I, can I add something? Women's yes. stories are also added dimensional stories that are not usually heard. If you look at something like history, if the history we hear is a history of wars, treaties, battles, But if you also put in the story criminality, of women, criminality, criminality. If you bring in the story of women, because I, I remember once going being sent to interview a woman about bread making. Okay, and I thought to myself, what can how long can this interview be? It was a, I was going to write a story. It ended up being I interviewed this woman for three hours, because for every piece of bread that is made within the Greek household or a Cypriot household, there's a story. The, yes. the bread you have at weddings, the bread you have at funerals, the bread you have at the most fascinating one was they never Christmas was never part of the Greek culture. Okay. Yes. But at Christmas time, they used to make little pieces of bread with a hole at one end, put a ribbon through it, wrap it around the children's arms, wrists, and that would be their Christmas present. And they could carry this piece of bread to eat everywhere. And I thought to myself, this is not, this is the kind of history that's coming through women. That's what's happening within the community. And no one gets to hear about it. So to me, it's very important that whatever we are saying includes everyone's voices. And women's voices bring a more communal voice, a more humane, a more complete voice of what we are hearing online or what we've heard generally. So to me, like it's very important to bring out women's voices at every level. Anyway, yes. I interrupted you, but it's something that I went to this interview and I thought I'm going to be there for an hour max and I will leave. I was there for three and a half hours and I could have stayed for another three. Yes, you are very right. And uh, now the women organizations have such great leadership and history, and they think about how to inspire girls and women in a more uh, structured way. Uh, I would like also to add that uh, during uh, the pandemic, uh, we didn't know that we would be able to do the festivals, and we created a platform under the title, the domain name, Inspire TV. Hmm. Uh, if you see the menu, uh, it is um, it is a bit different. There is a variety of, uh, of films, 
uh, as uh, women, women films, diversity films, philosophy films, uh, spirituality films. Uh, so this is something that I would like to, to develop more. And uh, after the festivals, uh, we would like uh, to give uh, the filmmakers that have not distribution yet, mm -hmm. distribution uh, in this platform. And uh, my vision is to be like HBO. Okay. <laughs> Netflix, but with a different content, content, because I believe that there is such an audience. No, I agree with you. I think when you look at Netflix or Netflix or all these Amazon, whatever they are that you get online, the content is very one-dimensional. It's very, very one-dimensional. Predictable and mm. uh, yeah. So let's do. So let's have something more inspiring. <laughs> okay, you want some help? I'll help you because I mean, yes. I I, I search on I search on these things, and I as I said, I love these silly films because the world is quite serious so I need something more light not silly, more light hearted but the times that I do want content I do want to learn I do want to be uplifted or I do want to see the dark side and I don't find it on the most of the HBO type of um, yes, yes like platforms yes, okay. that's true so keep in mind if you need any help or when you start this sure Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, because we're running out of time, tell me what else you would like to what else you would like the listeners to know about you before we close. Is there anything you're exceptionally proud of? Is there anything that you've done that is so special that you always talk about it? Yes, I don't. I don't uh, talk always about that, but I'm ex ex exceptionally proud about my son. Okay, <laughs> and he doesn't want to talk about him, but uh, yes, I think I'm blessed to have uh, such uh, a person in my family. He takes care of us, of uh, his grandparents. And uh, something that I like very much uh, to him in his career, he's a lawyer, that uh, he tries to convince his uh, customers not to go to the trial, but uh, to find a solution. Oh, so he's a mediator. He likes to do mediation. Yes, yes. Good. Yes, I think this is great because he's not focused on the money, but for the good. Uh, oh, good. For their client. And uh, yes, I, so I feel respect. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful to hear that he wants to find a solution before things get ugly in court. Yes. And I, I believe that uh, the new generation, our uh, children and grandchildren, uh, is uh, the present uh, and uh, for, uh, for our future. I mean, uh, we have hope because of these children. Yes, I, I like to believe that and we need to find a way to encourage them because this and is to learn. And to learn from them. Mm -hmm. We have Listen. to learn from them. It's got to be mutual. They can learn from us and we can learn from them. Yes. But they need our support because I think it's a difficult world we have are leaving behind for them. Yes. And this is not like me. I'm usually a lot more optimistic than this. 
I'm usually a lot more optimistic than this. So <laughs> I agree with you. I learned wonderful us. I learned wonderful things from my son, and I think you underestimate how much they've learned from you. Yes, but I think it's 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 better to highlight the good things in the, the people yes. we meet, uh, uh, in the things uh, we see, in the, the, into the trips we go, uh, because this is what uh, rest. I mm -hmm. mean, this is yeah, highlight son, things, and and, and they will be more multiplied mm -hmm. if we fo focus on that. My son, until very recently, was very low profile, even with discussing politics, considering he's got a mother who's very politicized. And then one of our cousins decided to run for elections. And suddenly this quiet young man who didn't, wasn't very opinionated became the most, the strongest critical thinker I've ever seen in my life. And I thought, whoa, where was he? And I thanked my cousin who stood for elections. I said, you might not have won the elections, but you've actually gave a space for my son to become who he could have become, who he can become, to develop a voice. It was wonderful to see my son suddenly having a strong opinion and a good yes. opinion and going in line and being critical. <laughs> so I agree with you. You've got to look at the positive, but we, we, we need to support each other. I think they need our support, but we need their support as well. To support each other, uh, to have solidarity between uh, all of us, uh, mostly women, I agree. we bring the life and yeah. uh, we are going to, to preserve in a good way. Exactly. <laughs> That's a good message to end on. We've got to preserve and bring out the good in everyone or try and bring out the good in everyone. And we look forward to you finishing your... Uh, yes, and something else. Let's be creative. Creative and inspiring. Because, um, yes, let's be creative. This gives us, uh, uh, as I told in the beginning, freedom. Freedom to, ex to open our mind, to express ourselves. Creation. In and I think, and I think crea creation of, is a way of actually expressing yeah. things in a way that's not usual. So people listen more, I think. Agree making podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> making documentaries or writing articles. <laughs> But I yes. agree with you. Let's be more out of the box and think creatively rather than in the usual way. I think we've got a better way of giving a good a better message or getting the message across. So here's to you and me be creative for 2024 and yes. to the rest of the world. Okay, yes. Petra Moore. Thank I'm you for the invitation for this wonderful uh, discussion. I'm and glad we got to speak because we haven't spoken in a long time. And it's good to hear from you again. I'm glad we also made this connection now. Thank so, you. Thanks. Thank you. And look Many forward blessings. to the work to all of us. And I look we look forward to seeing the work you've got coming up in 2024. Yeah, hopefully uh, Canela will finish. Yes. And in 2025 it will be released. <laughs> good. And we'll be there. And we'll yes, be there. Let's cross. Fingers crossed. So to you and all of what everyone listening, a blessed 2024 with more kindness and more gentleness for all of us and a lot more creativity. Thank you, Petra. Thank you, Martha. The first trilingual podcast station of Cyprus, Island Talks, open, diverse, free.